Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And as many things continue to transpire all around the globe, I just want to encourage everyone to continue to keep your head up. To hold your head up high and continue to maintain your convictions. And I mean that sincerely. I talked to a good friend of mine last night, and we were discussing what has been going on just all across the globe. And he actually just came back from Costa Rica. And he said basically the flight back from Costa Rica was 12 hours. Not because of the flight time, but because they basically – there was a storm – and they got grounded at an earlier area in Tampa, and they basically flew to another area in Orlando, and then basically were grounded and basically sat there because there were so many planes coming in. And so we were going on and on about what's happening all across the globe. And he told me, he said, this is pretty much the last time I'm going to fly. He said, we're sitting there for hours in our plane on the tarmac, hours, by the way, it's, it's not a 12-hour flight from Costa Rica, by the way. <laughs> it's like two, three-hour flight max, and uh, you know, depending on what plane you're on. And so he said they're sitting on the tarmac. Everybody's in the same plane, recycling the same air for hours on end, and the stewardess are walking up and down the aisle yelling at anyone that takes their mask off unless they're literally drinking a sip of water and they're being told to put their mask back on immediately. And he said he literally felt like he was on a prison bus. He said he's never experienced anything on this level before. And he said the fact that we're sitting on a plane for half of a day recycling each other's own air and we're being yelled at if we literally take our mask off more than a few seconds to sip water or eat food. But of course, when you eat food, you can take your mask totally off and you can eat your food and you can drink your water and you can sit there. But as soon as you stop, the mask must go back on. He said, this is nothing more than absolute prison conditioning. And I thought to myself, I said, that's exactly what it is. So this is, this is exactly where we're at. And we saw last year with the, complete and total lies from bobblehead Fauci. We saw it last year. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Masks don't work. Only people that are basically in the health industry need to wear a mask. Well, you need to wear a mask now. We need to wear a mask if you're inside. Well, if you're inside, you need to wear two masks. And the whole lie continued to go on and on and on because that's what the narrative was supposed to be. I'm sure a lot of people saw the back and forth between Fauci and Rand Paul yesterday. And I think a lot of this is theater. I think Rand Paul is definitely, I mean, he's, he's, he's his dad's son. Ron Paul was the absolute man. He's one of the only senators, the only, one of the only senators you have ever seen repeatedly introduce bills, not just talk, introduce bills to audit, fully audit the Federal Reserve. That's why you know Ron Paul was real because nobody talks about that. The Federal Reserve's Forbidden. You're not allowed to talk about it if you're in the government. You, you don't talk about Federal Reserve. You don't bring it up. And he wanted to audit them. You guys remember when he was running for president. If you guys remember the debates, 
They absolutely avoided allowing him to speak. He would try to interject. They cut him off and say, oh, so-and-so's got another 30 seconds. Then he'd try to basically talk at the end of 30 seconds. They'd say, oh, so-and-so's got to talk now. Then he'd go on to talk, try to talk over them. They'd cut him off repeatedly. They would not allow him to speak. That is what happens when they will not allow you to be president. That's why when you see some of these other situations where people are basically talking and ranting on and on and they get all this exposure and all this support and all this social media status and all this welcoming on every platform, you got to ask yourself a question like that always says, why are they getting so much support? Why are they being allowed to speak so openly? Now, Rand Paul has been eviscerated in the mainstream media for the last year, I mean, you guys, if you guys have seen any of that, and mainstream media, social media, all across the board. And now he pretty much called out Fauci yesterday for gain of function. And, of course, Fauci responded just like a normal person that's guilty. He started yelling, I resent the fact you were saying this to me. I resent it. Rand Paul goes, well, dude, I'm asking you, are you, you going to retract any of these statements? you basically going to purge yourself. I did not do anything with gain of function. It's a lie. Of course, he's pushing the same narrative they continue to say. And it appeared that it was mainly theater yesterday because obviously Fauci is not going anywhere. No matter how much drama he's involved in, no matter how many lies, no, how, no matter how much he purges himself, he's not going anywhere because, well, he's a CFR member. But also remember, too. Rand Paul's pretty pretty open about a lot of stuff. He's pretty much straight on. Remember, he was also, if you guys remember, what, 2018, uh, 2017, where he got in that fight with his neighbor while he was mowing his yard with his back turned with his earbuds in, and all of a sudden his neighbor ran up behind him and basically tackled him. And they said it was literally over a stack of brush pile on his lawn. Now, I've been in altercations with neighbors. I've been in serious altercations with neighbors so is that and i do know for a fact that sometimes a simple brush pile or a simple pile of grass sometimes just a cattle gate it can get people unbelievably heated to the point that they do absolutely ignorant things so i'm not saying that rand paul's neighbor was there to do this to him, or he was some MK Ultra person. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying he was MK Ultra from CIA. I'm not saying that at all. But remember, Rand Paul got pretty seriously hurt. I mean, he fractured, I think, five ribs, displaced fractures, had to have basically medical attention in the hospital, got pneumonia. I mean, he, he got seriously injured. This, this is a very, very, very serious attack on him. And I found it interesting because it was back in 2017, and that was pretty much at the height of when Rand Paul was really starting to get a lot of publicity about what he'd been talking about. So I just thought I'd throw that out there because a lot of people emailed me. People brought it up to me this morning about that exchange between the bobblehead Fauci and Rand Paul. And, of course, I personally think a lot of it is theater. Nothing's going to happen to Fauci. But the one thing I do have to commend Rand Paul for is that he is absolutely not backing down on Fauci's involvement with the NIH and the cash that they gave the Wuhan Institute in China. And the fact, I mean, just think about that for a second. We have United States, a United States institution, National Institute of Health, that is funded, by the way, by U.S. taxpayer dollars, 
that is giving money to institutions to give money to China to work on viruses. If that not alone should raise some eyebrows, I don't know it does because you know half the time all I hear from alternative media is, well, China this and China that and China this. Why is it okay for us to give money to China to work on viruses? Nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody wants to talk about China, China, China. Look who's behind China. Look who's running China. Look at the bankers that are operating through China. Then you will see the true agenda and what's really going on. What do you think, Dad? You know, that's a great opening, Austin. And let me kind of just share something with the listeners here for a second. I remember years ago, Austin and I was referring to this about 10 years ago. Uh, we have a driveway on our property that has an easement and, you know, and there's two entrances to the property uh, front and rear. It's like a horseshoe driveway and it goes and services like six houses and you can go either direction. You can go in the back or you go in the front. You go, it doesn't make any difference. It's a horseshoe driveway. And I remember years ago, we had a tremendous amount of traffic across our section of it. And a bunch of people did not have an easement. They had an easement across the backside. And so we just asked them not to take the road anymore. And just, we put up a little cattle gate so they could open and close it to go through if they had to. And I remember one lady got all mad about, mad about it, and she ends up having to be hauled off with, with, a, with an ambulance. I, I'm not even joking. I'm just not even – I can't even make this up. And another one, her daughter, uh, came later on that day, and you know the gate was basically closed. And we told her, please take the other side. And she ended up – it was raining, and she ended up screaming and yelling at the top of her lungs. Just, I mean, pitched an unbelievable fit. Finally collapsed into the mud laying there passed out unconscious and the same ambulance that took her mother away a few hours earlier took her away i mean i have you guys are just all laughing right now and it was it was looking back on it it was it was it was a horrific experience at the time but looking back on it you don't even realize what people will do because there's a brush pile i've seen people pull pitchforks on neighbors because the neighbor put some brush near the road i mean i've seen crazy stuff in my life i've seen people get shot over stuff I mean, I mean, I mean, the world is a relatively evil place without Jesus. So you guys know that. And then I've seen Christians show the fool and act like a bunch of idiots, too. I mean, you know, with all kinds of crazy stuff. So that's why cooler heads need to prevail. That's why we always tell you if you carry a concealed weapon permit and you have deadly force, you got to calm your little butt down. And you got to realize that if you escalate something and you pull a weapon and they pull a weapon, it ain't going to be good for anybody in the situation. Just walk away if you have a concealed weapons permit. If you have the ability to use deadly force, step away, walk away, and forget it. Now, Rand Paul is not his daddy, but i got to give him credit for hammering Fauci. Now, what's going to happen to Fauci, CFR member, Trump appointee? Nothing. Nothing's going to happen to Fauci until the powers that be, the cabalists that run the world – decide that he's no longer worth the risk or the blowback they're getting, and then they will have him removed or he will, will tell him he's going to retire because they control the narrative. I mean this guy is like Teflon. He's dipped in Teflon. I mean, he just, he could, he, he, all the stuff that he's done and all of the unbelievable lies, and nobody believes the guy anymore, but he's CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, installed okay, by the Rothschild, Kabbalist, Banking, Costa Nostra Empire, organized crime, and that's who he is. Now, this morning, I had a, I've got some friends of mine who basically are, you know, they're really good friends. And they were asking me all these questions about what's happening in the real world and why this stuff is happening and why it's going on like it is. And I, I kind of just I laid it out for them like this. I said, 
here's the deal. And I, I, I just dumped the whole kitchen sink on this morning. I said, this is all Kabbalah. Now, the reason I bring this Kabbalah to you, to these guys, right? I'm going to stop for one second. Is that one of these people that got this text this morning, he carried one of the top rabbis from Kabbalah on a private jet. This guy's a pilot. And he said the guy was a nightmare. He said it was a complete and total cult. And he said it was awful. In fact, he ended up finally telling the people he wasn't going to fly them because of all the demands they were making. And he said he had never seen anything like it before. And see, and this is the group that runs the world. And this is all Kabbalah. They're trying to bring us back to the priestess class. I mentioned this in depth a few weeks ago. They want to bring back the old world order, not the new world order. They want to bring us back to Genesis 6. The priestess class ruled the earth via witches. They conducted the human sacrifices of offering their own children to Baal after they would have fertility orgies. The child would be born nine months later, and I told you how they did it by heating up the Baal statue and cooking their children. And they played drums extremely loudly so you wouldn't hear the baby screaming and crying as it cooked to death. This is the group that wants to run the planet and still does. You know, Hillary is and was and is a Kabbalist witch. I imagine, and I think it's my opinion, there's a high probability that Camilla also is. You know, the witches sleep with as many men as possible or as many women as possible because many of them are basically bisexual to develop what they call a soul tie. And this is done to control the men or the women from the priestess hierarchy. Again, this is all laid out in the Zohar, the foundation of Kabbalah. These people are sick, twisted, megalomaniac, megalomaniac, satanic weirdos. The problem is, here's the rub. They control the central banks via the Rothschilds, the organized crime Costa Nostra, and the international banks are the ones who are all laundering through the Rothschilds $1.5 trillion in Afghan heroin every single year. Now, there's several books I told the folks to read this morning. Read the book Operation Gladio by Williams. Also read the book Tupper Saucy. I don't, I don't agree with all of it, but it's a free PDF. It's called Rulers of Evil. And then also you can pull up, and I posted a lot of this stuff now for free PDFs on the website at healthmaster.com, Brotherhood of Darkness by Monteith. Really, really important book to read. And you got to understand it's just part of what's going on. And then there's another one by William Guy Carr called Pawns in the Game. Again, I've put free PDFs down on the website. So you guys can just download these. You can't tell me you can't afford to buy the book. You can just read them online, and you'll understand what the – what it is I talk about all the time and why I talk about it. Now, by the way, this article, I'm going to read you part of it right now. I'm going to add some stuff to it. It's by Mound, M-A-U-N-D. I posted it also. And here's what he said. Genocide is their end game, and everything that has happened and is happening is due to meticulously planned and a sinister plot being implemented by the narrow clique of gangsters, it's the Costa Nostra, who now control our world. And it's, it's a good article. In a nutshell, nutshell, they are to cull a large percentage of the human race and to turn the survivors into a completely controlled army of slaves who own nothing and are as dictated to and tracked, traced, and monitored 24-7 like good slaves everywhere, even inside their own homes, which, of course, they will no longer own. It only starts to make sense when you understand that everything that has happened and is happening is due to meticulously planned and sinister plot being implemented by the narrow clique of gangsters who now control the world. This would be the Costa Nostra and the highest levels of the Masonic order that started this back in the 1820s to bring in a new world order, a new Atlantis under Luciferian doctrine. Read Albert Pike, Morals and Dogma. He was a straight Satanist, and he was a Kabbalist, and the, and the Masonic lodges could not exist without Kabbalah. 
and it's all tied together through the hierarchy. Again, this is the synagogue of Satan, and they don't have to be Jews. In fact, the Bible says they claim to be Jews, but they are not. They are the synagogue of Satan. And this is the group that has run this planet through Baal and Moloch and Asherah for thousands and thousands of years. This is the priestess class, the priest class. This is who they are. Read about the prophets of Baal and the priestesses of Jezebel and the priestesses of Baal in the Old Testament. I don't make this stuff up. So we need to realize that all of this stuff is being done to enslave the population of the planet. They don't control the Internet completely yet, but they're working on it. And they'll probably close this window pretty quick, and I don't know how long we can stay on the air because of this massive censorship we're getting. That's why it's so important that you guys forward the shows. Go to the Health Masters website. Sign up for our newsletter. Many of you have already done that. You will get a free link sent to you, no cost, of the talk show every single day along with the notes of the show. You can take that link, and you can basically paste it, cut and paste that link, and send it to your friends. Really, really important. Now, this article goes on to say, and it gets pretty doggone good in the middle of the article. It says there are big reasons for the severe restrictions imposed this past year and a half, which are as follows. They are eliminating as much human interaction as they can in order to destroy social cohesion, isolate people, and prevent them from exchanging ideas, and thus learning the truth of what this is all about. So reducing the chances of insurrection and possible revolution and also for good measure to weaken them psychologically and physically. This is why they have gone through and closed in so many states, the bars, the cafes, the pubs, the restaurants, the gyms, and the churches, and the galleries, and the museums, because they're afraid that people are going to start interacting with each other, you know, and that they're going to be telling each other the truth. It is particularly important to stop churchgoers, this article goes on to say, because those with faith have principles and believe in something bigger than themselves, which gives them the courage to act that many others lack. This morning I spoke to my niece, Julie, and I told her, I said, until we get rid of the pastors in the pulpit who are unwilling to talk about political issues until they start talking about it. We're not going to fix this. I'm just going to tell you guys that straight up. You know, we can do it from a grassroots standpoint, but it's going to be difficult to do if they shut the internet down. The pulpits have to start telling the truth. They have to start talking about this stuff. A big reason for the lockdown is to destroy the many small businesses as possible in order to make them independent either on large corporations or employment. We've talked about this for years, which they control or the government handouts pending such as the universal guaranteed income. I'm going to say this one more time now. Many of the people who took the personal, private, and guaranteed, whatever you want to call it, the PPP loans for their businesses, they're now in the middle of a forensic audit. <laughs> I'm letting you guys know that. It's exactly what we told you was going to happen a year and a half ago when they offered those, those loans to all these small businesses with, you know, quote, unquote, no strings attached. There's, no, there's always strings. When they give you 10, 15, 20, 30,000, 200,000, a million dollars, there's strings attached. And the strings are now they can come in and do a full-blown forensic audit on all of your books to find out exactly where that money went. And if one tiny bit of that money did not go where it's supposed to, they're going to call those notes due. And they're going to start closing down these companies and seizing the assets. I'm letting you know what's going to happen, and I warned you about this you know, a year and a half ago when they started giving out these loans to everybody. The bankers don't give money to anybody for free, guys. I just thought I'd mention that to you. There are always strings attached. And it, and it goes on to say, through this method of basically having to pay back all that debt, you can exchange it for all of your property. Through this method, they will be able to acquire most real estate owned by people in what will be the biggest heist of all time. Some of you have already seen the WEF video, you'll own nothing, now Schwab, and you'll be happy. It starts with a grinning idiot. That's going to be Klaus Schwab. Children having to 
felt their development stunted and psychologically scarred by being shut indoors and isolated from their classmates and friends. People told how to many people they can that have visited their house. The sheer lunacy. It only starts to make sense when you understand that everything that has happened and is happening is due to this meticulously planned and sinister plot being implemented by the narrow clique of gangsters who now control the world. The goal is to destroy 90% of the population. That's the goal. They want us down to basically 500 million. There are about 200,000 of these guys that belong to this, primarily to the Shabbat synagogues. They claim to be Jews that are not in many cases. They're, these are straight Satanists. And they, they believe they're going to get 2,500 slaves, Gentile slaves each, which 2,500 times 2,000 is about 500 million people left on the planet. Guys, you can't make this stuff up. And this is the group that runs the world because they control the central banks. This is also the group that runs, like I mentioned earlier, and slings all that dope out of Afghanistan and uses their mafiosa groups and tie-ins to distribute the illegal drugs all over the world. It's so important to understand that this group is that group that completely and totally has taken over the planet. You know, and one of their top leaders was one of the biggest guys in the Shabbat movement was Rabbi Schneerson. You can look him up on Wikipedia and you see who he is. And he was instrumental in basically galvanizing this group and pushing all this together with thousands and thousands of Shabbat houses all around the world, which bring these people in from organized crime and give them a place to go and basically shelters them. It was the same Shabbat house, if you remember – Listen to me, my friends, down there in Parkland, where Sheriff Israel, you can't make this stuff up, basically saw what was going on in this supposedly this shooting that happened down there in Parkland. And the, the guy who's walking to McDonald's is spotted by the Shabbat house. Can't make it up. Look it up. And they call the police. and They come arrest this guy who had nothing to do with it. This was a commando team that went into that school. They were using weapons that these people had never even seen. And the one lady who talked about that, she got shut up so quick it was unbelievable. Remember what I told you a few years ago when the Pulse nightclub supposedly was shot up, which I believe it did happen to some extent. And I remember Austin and I went there. This is in Orlando. We went there because there were going to be bullet holes all over the outside of the building and through the fences. There was nothing. There were no bullet holes anywhere. And then we talked to two cops who were together with a big ice cooler while they're doing forensic research on the inside. And they told us basically they couldn't discuss anything with us. And there was another cop who was sitting on the other side of the building in a Dodge Ram pickup truck you know fully marked it was a sheriff's officer pickup truck and we walked up to him we started talking to him he looked at me in austin he said everything everything you've been told is a lie that's what he said now he didn't he didn't elaborate any further than that but guys everything we've been told remember what william casey said director of the cia we will know that we've done our job at the cia when everything that everyone believes in the united states is a lie it's a lie I've got all these folks texting me yesterday about this rocket launch, you know, that goes up and lands perfectly. You know, they don't even have the NASA doesn't even have the technology they showed us to do that. But yet now we have this guy has the technology to do that. What a clown show. And the crazy thing about this is, is people believe it. They want to believe all of this stuff. Remember how the lunar landing, lunar lander has such a difficult time in landing on the moon if you want to believe that whole story. Now they're telling us they have the ability to launch into space and come back down and set back down. What a bunch of nonsense. Guys, this whole thing is a psychob so that you don't pay attention to what they're doing with this kill shot. So you don't do a pit to pay attention whether it takes 12 hours to fly to Costa Rica. Are you kidding me? 12 hours on a three-hour, normally a three-hour flight, four-hour flight, 12 hours? You know how miserable that is? I've gotten stuck on the tarmac before. It reminds me of that movie Con Air. 
remember with Nicolas Cage? And that one guy starts running his mouth to the guard, and the guard pops him side of the head and says, gag him and bag him. And they, they put a gag on his mouth and put a bag over his head. And basically that was the rest of the flight for that guy. Are they going to gag us and bag us? Oh, that's right. The other day I saw a video of basically a lady who was running her mouth on an airplane, and they took duct tape and duct taped her to the seat and duct taped her hands together. She was trapped in the seat with duct tape. Where are our rights? Where are our rights in the United States of America? If we're being held illegally, kidnapped, so to speak, I guess you could say. I'm not saying it's a true kidnapping, but it seems like it's awful weird to be stuck on an airplane for 12 hours and they don't even let you get off. And they make you sit there with a mask on your face, yelling and screaming at you like they're a bunch of Nazi wannabes. Where in the world has the freedom gone in the United States of America? It's a good question, isn't it? Good Good question. What do you think of what's your next story, Oz? Well, you're exactly right. And one thing I told my buddy when they uh, when they were stuck basically over in Tampa, I said, man, I said, you know what? I said, you know what you should have done? And he goes, what? What should I have done, Austin? I said, well, this is just, this is just hypothetical. You know, you could have. I said, you just take your mask off and refuse to put it on. So what are they going to do? They're in line on the tarmac. I said, they're going to sit there and kick you off on the tarmac? I said, that's against FAA regulations. They can't do that. I said, they at least have to escort you off with security in the middle of the road. I said, then drive you off. I said, that probably would have sped things up a little bit. And he goes, yeah, you're probably right. He said, but I didn't really want to deal with getting banned. He said, because I probably would never be able to fly on that airline again. And I said, that's a fact. I said, they, we've already seen now. The airline Gestapo team, they find, I think, what? They find 88 people so far. 88 people have been fined money, which I don't even know how you how you enforce that. The FAA this is not a security agency for civilians. They don't run around and write people tickets. <laughs> you didn't wear a mask. I'm fining you $10,000. By the way, they've done this. They've done this. I've talked about it in detail. You guys can look it up online. He goes, I didn't want to deal with all that. So we just complied. He goes, but I felt like a peasant. I said, well, you should have felt like a peasant. I said, because you were acting like a peasant. Just be honest with you. I was getting more time about it. I said, you were. I said, this is ridiculous. I said, the reason why they keep doing this is because everyone complies. If every single person on every flight walked on and said, no, we're not wearing a mask. They had an entire plane load of people. I'm not wearing a mask. What are they going to do? Arrest every single person? They've flown, what, hundreds of thousands of people over the last year now. They find 88 people? They're not going to find everybody. They're not going to arrest everybody. They can't. That's when you start understanding the concept of the old parable with the grasshoppers and the ants. There are way more of us than there are of them, but so many people... Don't want to have a conflict. I've told you guys that repeatedly when I've gone into places last year where there were mask mandates. And I said, no, I will not comply. Well, you can't shop here unless you put a mask on. I said, okay, how about this? How about I don't shop here? How about my money comes with me and I go somewhere else? Well, yeah, it's a difficult thing to do. It really is. It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. 
<laughs> and I know a lot of people go, oh, well, you don't understand, Austin. There's a lot of places that mandate these masks. You can't even function without a mask. So, okay, then. Then get two or three other people to go with you. Then get four or five other people to go with you. Remember what we saw in California that one time? I walked in the store without a mask, 15, 20 people, got in a huge altercation. But you know what? It went viral. And people from all over the country saw it, that they walked into that store and they tried to buy items without a mask, left money on the counter and walked out with their items after they took a photo of the product that they paid for, actually overpaid for. And there was a huge conflict over it. No, I was arrested. No, I went to jail. But the thing about it was what it did is it inspired other people. It lit a fire. It woke some people up. And that's what we have to continue to do right now every single day because they're they're coming at everybody right now. Let everybody know that. They're, they, it's not just me. It's not just dad. It's not just you. They're coming after everybody. Now, we can sit back and we can hide in our house and be quiet and good little peasants and pretend, no, 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 it's not. They're not coming for us. They're going to come for the neighbors. They're going to come for next door, but they're not going to come for me because I didn't do anything. Guys, once they make so many laws, they literally make it impossible to function without committing a crime. And that's exactly what they're doing now. Now, essentially, if you make a search engine, you're a criminal. You guys saw now the reports that were circulating yesterday revealed the Pentagon is working with subcontractors to track web searches that it describes as indicators of white supremacy, which label you a domestic terrorist. Reports from the Defense One and Fox News are showing that the Pentagon is working with UK-based company called Moonshot CVE, which means countering violent extremism, to un- uncover networks of domestic extremist terrorists. Not joking. That's what they're doing right now. And they said searching on the internet for a statement as simple as the truth about Black Lives Matter. Bam. You're a white supremacist. Catching catching a you know consistency here with what they're doing. They're making it so you are not allowed to ask any questions about anything at all, ever. Period. I talked to the athletic director, one of the big universities locally yesterday. He came in, got some product. We talked for a few minutes. And we were going back and forth on different topics that are going on. And I said, you know, I told him what was going on with the whole thing with the disinformation campaign, how they brought the 22 page report out last week. They said, listen, this is disinformation. You know, you can't. You can't ask any questions about the shot. You can't make any statements about the shot. This is it's, it's disinformation. And he goes, isn't it ironic that every single thing that we ask questions about or we say, he goes, it's pretty much the truth. We've, we've fact-checked it personally. We've looked at the research. And he goes, anything we say that the truth is disinformation. He goes, that's not coincidence he goes that's communism he goes it's infiltrated this country 
And I said, well, you're exactly right. And I said, if you guys have seen now, there was a video of the one of the attorneys that is represent, representing um, Paul Hodgkins, who was arrested after January 6th for simply walking in the Capitol and sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk. You guys, a lot of you saw the photos of it. He walked in there, didn't steal anything. Didn't tear anything up, didn't break windows, didn't blast her desk, didn't flip it over, walked in, took photos sitting at her desk. The complete and total moron Pelosi, who half the time can't even talk right. She acts like she's so geeked up on alcohol and blood and amphetamines. Or, well, did I say blood? Oh, I should have said that. Oh, yeah. Got to remember what they're involved in. These guys are sick, sick individuals. That's why they continue to hold these positions and are not removed. He went on CNN and was cut off very shortly after. And Joseph McBride, attorney Joseph McBride, he said that his client is being brutally tortured five miles away from the White House in a black site. That's what he said on CNN yesterday. Interview was real short, real short. He said, are we okay with torture now? He goes, people are being tortured five miles from the White House. They are being held without bond five miles from the White House. They are kept and not released. Even as we go to court, they are not being released. He goes, is this okay? You have somebody that walks into the Capitol building and sits down at the drunkard moron Nancy Pelosi's desk? And he's being tortured now for the last seven months on a black site five miles away from the White House. This is torture. He was immediately cut off from CNN. And of course, the <laughs> the complete and total clown show the CNN. He goes, all right, as, as he cut him off, Avalon, the CIA clown, said, keep yelling torture. We'll stick to the facts. That's what he said at the end of the, end of the interview after he cut him off. This isn't the first time I've heard about this, guys. I've brought it up repeatedly. We're watching the fall of this country, and so many people are just pretending it's not happening. That's why I told everybody. I, mean, I told my friend this yesterday that was with the athletic department, runs the athletic department. He said, well, we, we'll see You know, if Trump runs again. I, I laughed. I started laughing. I said, Trump's one of the biggest clowns of them all. I said, I was a huge Trump supporter. I said, I voted for him twice. I'll admit it. You guys know me. I'll call myself out. I said, Trump's a clown. I said, he didn't do anything. He instigated January 6th and jumped on Air Force One and took off out of town. Never pardoned a single individual. Didn't stick around. Didn't grab the American flag and walk up to the Capitol building and say, you know what? If we're going to own this, we're going to own it. We're here. We're not going anywhere. Everybody's going to walk into the Capitol with me. I'm the United States sitting president still. We are going to stand up to tyranny in a stolen election. He didn't do that. He had Secret Service with him. He could have, he could have walked into the Capitol with a 40-man fire team beside him, and not a single person would have done anything about it. He was the U.S. sitting president at the time. He stoked everybody up. He wound everybody tight. He let them loose, and then he jetted out of town. Everybody goes, well, wouldn't you rather have Trump than Biden? Well, I'd much rather look at a more acute 
mentally stable clown than I would like to look at a complete and total moron, dementia-ridden clown. I would prefer that, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it, at least Trump made sense most of the time when he talked. Biden, you can't even understand him anymore. I mean, when he, if, if he gets off the teleprompter, it's, it's, it's game over. You might as well just turn the TV off. It just sounds like you're listening to a two-year-old just trying to learn her vowels and letters and the alphabet. It's, it's embarrassing. But everything we've basically have seen now over the last five, six, seven years, it's coming out now as we're starting to see it. It's complete and total theater. What do you think, Dad? Well, with Biden, I think he just needs to turn the teleprompter around and let us read it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it made more sense. <laughs> well, at least that way we can articulate it a little better. But uh, I've, I've read many a teleprompter on many a TV show that I've done. I mean, I've done hundreds, if not thousands of TV shows. I don't even know anymore. And uh, I know that a lot of those TV shows that I did were aired hundreds of times as far as people, you know, generating money for nonprofits. I mean, now we've got this one big nonprofit guy out there in Arizona who's taking all of this hit, all of this, all of this bad publicity because he said that the, his bus of his family of, his, of, the, of the church has many dead bodies piled behind it. He's metaphorically about all the people and lives that he's destroyed through his nonprofit ministry and that if the Lord be willing, there'll be many more dead bodies piled up behind his bus. I, I can't even make this stuff up, guys. And I've told you so many times that these name it, claim it, blab it, grab it boys and girls – they run these these churches like they're megalomaniacs. Oh, that's right. They are megalomaniacs, aren't they? And they go in and they, they basically destroy everything around them. And if, you, and, if, and if you if you question anything they do, they'll call you out from the pulpit. I've had it happen to me four times, four times from the pulpit. Uh, once, you know, by name. It, it was ridiculous. I mean, I've had it happen to me personally multiple times. And in every single case, we left the church. Every single case. And the sad part about it is, is these guys are, are manipulators. They're master manipulators are getting the people in the church to give them money. And I don't play that game. I will never go to a church again that does not have open books, period. If I do not know how much the pastor is making, how much the staff is making, and how much revenue is being generated, where the money's going, how it's being spent and dispersed, and how in the world they're supporting the local community with the money they're bringing in, sometimes to the tune of $100 million a year to these TV evangelists, sometimes more. If I don't see the books and know where the money's going, I'm not going to give it to them. And then some of you will say to me now, well, you just go ahead and give unto the Lord and just you, you don't need to be concerned about what they do with the money. Okay. Um, what about if they're getting prostitutes? Da, 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 da. Oh, what if they're gay? Da, 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 da. What if they're sodomizing little boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen all that. All of that behind the scenes. And sometimes it gets exposed. Look what Jerry Falwell Jr. did. He's on a yacht with his pants unbuttoned, his belly hanging out with his arm around another girl, and he's drunk with a drink in his hand. Took his wife and traded her with guys and watched. Yeah. That's Jerry Falwell Jr. Yeah. And, you know, what about Bishop Eddie Long being charged and taken to court in Atlanta by members of his own congregation for sodomizing young boys? 
ba da 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 And I knew Eddie. And he was a really nice guy when you talked to him. He's dead now. What about all of this stuff that's going on behind the scenes with, I'm a millionaire and I own a fleet of jets. Why do you continue to support these clowns? I, I've told you, don't do it. You know, I, I like Global Servants, Mark Rutland's organization. And we've got 20 Tigers we support. We just sent a much more money to them last week. And I want to thank you guys for all for helping me support that group. Many of now they've got a waiting list of people wanting to support girls because we've, I personally believe, because we've promoted them on the Ted and Austin Brower Show. And so you guys support Health Masters. You indirectly support all of that because we want to be part of the solution. But guys, listen to me for a second. There are so many corrupt TV evangelists out there. There's more, 90% of them are corrupt. So let me just leave it like that. 10% are good. They are. They, they are. They really are. 2%, 1% are really good. But the really good ones, when they start talking about the stuff they're not supposed to talk about on Zionist TV, they get yanked, they get yoked off. They just get taken off. Oh, by the way, you, you, can't, you can't be on there anymore. We're taking you off. What do you mean you're taking me off? Well, you, you said something we don't want you to say. But it's an independent station. It's an independent show. It doesn't matter. We don't like it. We're going to control you. Say it can't happen. It happened to me. Yeah, it did. I mean, gosh, guys, I told you what they did to me on that major network I was on a couple months ago. They told the network that if they aired the show I did again on YouTube, that they would pull every single broadcast down from the entire network from the beginning of time when they started putting them on YouTube. Don't, don't, don't tell me that's not who controls it. I know who controls it. The Kabbalists control the world. They do. The ancient priest class, priestesses class, that's who runs the planet. I've told you this a thousand times on this show, and I, I mean it every single time I say it. The ancient Babylonian religions, the ancient cults of Baal and Moloch and Asherah, back to Genesis 6. Paul Craig Roberts wrote an excellent article. It says, is the collapse of the Western world too advanced to be reversed? Good article. Marie part of it. The failure to prosecute George Floyd rioters and looters has created for blacks a form of squatters rights to loot stores. San Francisco has even more insane government than Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis or Chicago. In San Francisco, children of the criminal class become district attorney. San Francisco district attorney is Chessie Bowden, whose parents were members of the violent weather underground and who were convicted of murdering two police officers and a security guard. Bowden was raised by other members of the violent group. Chessie protects black thieves by creating thefts that don't exceed 950 as misdemeanors, not subject to a meaningful punishment. As long as the blacks add up the prices correctly, they can walk off with the goods of less than $950. The thefts have caused Walgreens to close 17 of its stores in the San Francisco area. San Francisco stores such as Neiman Marcus close at 6 p.m. now due to looting. The looting was also caused Target to limit business hours. The GAP in Union Square has closed. The movie Escape from New York is going to resonate in every blue city. America, once a proud nation, now a crime-ridden, perverted tower of Babel, has experienced a simultaneous rise in crime and perversion. Bestiality. That's part of Kabbalah, by the way. Advocates are the latest marginalized group to demand their rights. Zoophiles, as they call themselves, demand to join the LGBTQ movement and become a member of the pride group so they can have sex with animals. Wait a minute. Now, this is right back to ancient Rome, guys. This is some sick stuff. We're going back to Pompeii here. 
He goes on to say, some years ago, I predicted that once homosexuals ceased to be the perverts and became instead protected members of marginalized community, even every perversion would become normalized. People who have sex with animals and with children are the only two perversions left. And they are now demanding the same acceptance as homosexuals, lesbians, bisexuals, transgenders, and whatever else. Given the present mindset that the man's cannot be resisted, their human rights are being violated just as the homosexuals were once being violated by making it illegal. The Western world is everywhere in decline. We're going back, I'm adding this, we're going back to the old world order at warp speed. So this leads only to perversion, not science, technology, economic growth, or leadership. Many countries, Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, Syria, Afghanistan, the list goes on and on experience. The West as a political, economic, political blight. The oncoming collapse of the West will be blamed on the wrong reasons, but it will nevertheless be regarded with relief from the rest of the world. Now, this is crazy, but he goes on to say that national unity has been destroyed. It has. Instead, a divided North and South. The U.S. is a divided red and blue. Demonized white Americans are yet to comprehend the danger, that their danger as objects of hate. If they attempt to organize, the organization will be declared a white supremacy group. The FBI will infiltrate and work with the extreme members or its own agents to create an incident that will be used to outlaw the organization as domestic terrorists, which will foreclose any further organization. Unable to come together, white Americans will be left isolated or in small groups. If voting still matters, white Americans will encounter obstacles or election outcomes will simply be programmed into the digital voting machines. Demonized and powerless, white Americans will be the victims of hatred that has been orchestrated against them. You know, I like Paul Craig Roberts. He really, really writes well. And he's not playing any games with this article. It's all about hatred and breaking up the nuclear family and making the whites hate the blacks and the blacks hate the whites and everybody hates the Hispanics and everybody but everybody but everybody hates each other because it's a lot easier to control a country and a world where everybody hates each other and broken into special interest groups. This is why they hate patriotism and nationalism i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all they hate that why because it creates a unity between all of us as blacks and whites and hispanics and immigrants and people that were born here and people that have basically become citizens we create unity among the people in the united states this is why they hate Christianity. It creates unity among the believers. When we pray together, we literally change the fabric of space-time because it's so powerful when groups pray together. That's why they hate Christianity more than anything. Their atavistic hatred of Jesus has been out for 2,000 years, wanting to destroy that Jesus got us away from the old world order, which they want to bring back, calling it the new world order. They want to have us back to where bestiality, like Paul Craig Roberts talks about, pictures of this in the ruins of Pompeii, sex with animals, sex with everything, pansexual like Miley Cyrus calls it. That's the new normal, isn't it? All the weirdos like Britney Spears who's so drugged out of her mind that she didn't know where she is anymore, and she says she's a snake because she's so wrapped up in Kabbalah and the snake Einsoff and the winged serpent god Quetzalcoatl who brought all of that information on all that extreme mathematics and technology to the Incas and to the Aztecs, but they only had to do one thing, and that was to sacrifice their children to him. Yeah, the groups who built the pyramids down south, that's that group. All of it's the same. 
is all the same demonic entities that have ruled this planet for thousands upon thousands of years. They didn't go anywhere after the flood. It says it in Genesis they were there before and after the flood, and they continue to rule us. And this time they've chosen the, how should I say, 5G way to do it. They've chosen Nagalase. They've chosen all kinds of vaccine additives. They've chosen COVID shots, which have come to maim, kill, and destroy you and your family. They've taken a virus that was easily controllable through proper supplementation and made talking about the proper supplements illegal. can't talk about zinc or vitamin C or vitamin D3 or potassium iotide in that context. You can't talk about any of that stuff anymore. It's illegal. I've got a good friend of mine being sued right now by the Food and Drug Administration because he talked about ivermectin. He talked about ivermectin because it acts like zinc. Now, he basically is going to end up, end up being bankrupt. I've warned him. I told him. And here's why. It's like Roger Stone. And don't get me wrong. I know Roger Stone. He had a lot of crazy stuff he did in his past, and I hope and pray he's really a Christian. I'm going to say that. That's my little caveat to start with. But when you go after the deep state and they pull 600 attorneys out of the hat, which they did with Stone, how in the world do you combat that if you've got a little bit of money in savings? You can't. Roger Stone is completely and totally bankrupt and destroyed because of what they did. But remember, Donald Trump could have pardoned Roger Stone in the very beginning when all this happened and stopped all that. But he's not. Like Austin said, Donald Trump stoked everybody up, acted like he was going to lead a doggone walk to the Capitol building. And I can guarantee you this. There were people probably, my speculation here, from the FBI or other groups that have been involved in so many false flags who stoked up the crowd to go into the Capitol building. That's why they won't show us the videotapes of who these people were because these undercover agents don't want their faces being seen and getting exposed and outed. So now we have all these other people who followed them, and they should not have done that. I'm not even, I'm not even saying they shouldn't, have been, they shouldn't have been in Nancy Pelosi's office. They shouldn't have been at her desk. They shouldn't have taken her laptop. They shouldn't have done any of that stuff. They should have thought through this, and they should have thought, we are getting set up. Remember, there were millions of people. There were millions. Never got the real numbers. Look at the doggone videos of it because they were rallying behind a false messiah called Donald Trump who Q had made, how should I say, larger than life with all of the lies from Q. See, Q gave us 80% truth. He did. He did. It was 20% lies because that's what they always do because, see, the lies by themselves are too obvious. You find these all radio people and all media people, and they're giving you 80% truth and then 20% lies. And it's China did this and China did that. China's taken over the media. China's buying all the farmland. China took over Hollywood. No, they didn't. The Rothschild banking cartel, Kabbalists, completely control China. Call it for what it is and stop doing this and lying to the people that are listening to you. But then again, Many of these people who are in alt-media are following the Schofield Bible. Many of them will tell you they're actually Zionists. They'll come out and tell you right on their own shows. I know Alex Jones did that a few years ago, said that he was a Zionist. Wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. If, if he's a Zionist, then is he going to tell you the truth about what Zionism is? Is he going to tell you the truth about what Kabbalah is? I, I don't know. Why don't you ask Alex? That's the question, isn't it? I mean, what's going on with all of this stuff, and why are we being lied to like this? Why? Because it's easier to tell you the lie, isn't it? 
William Casey said, I quoted him at the beginning of the show. And then remember J. Edgar Hoover, the cross-dresser, said, you finally come to the realization that there's this giant conspiracy going on, so big, so vast, that it's almost impossible to wrap your mind around it. That's where we are. And so if we don't continue to walk circumspectly with the Most High God, if we don't continue to proclaim from the rooftops Jesus as the author, as the finisher, as the perfecter of our faith, if we don't do that, and we don't talk about God and talk about what's really going on and basically come together as a Christian community, why in the world do we think that God's going to turn and heal our land? Why would we continue to support the satanic groups that run the planet? We continue to give them our money. We continue to shop at the major box stores, and we continue to do the things that we know we're not supposed to do because we're supporting the beast that's killing us. It's like giving the people the money who are giving you the poison, supporting Monsanto, supporting Bayer, all Kabbalist-owned organizations. Gosh, glyphosate Roundup is responsible for over 20 different types of cancers, hundreds of billions of dollars in lawsuits right now being filed against these guys. But yet we continue to use Roundup in our yards, don't we? When I've told you, just use salt. You know, go buy some salt and pour it on the grass, pour it on where the weeds are. It'll kill them deader than a snake. It'll work, grind you salt all the time. God, always remember that this is the day the Lord hath made. We can rejoice and we can be glad in it every day of our life. And we can realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We can. But we've got to be willing to tell the truth and promote the truth and tell the people what's really going on. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you today. It was my pleasure, my honor, my privilege. It really was. Thank you for supporting me, <coughs> Pastors. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely, bud. And it's funny you said that about salt because, you know, I had you – know, I built a house, you guys know, in my, my backyard. I started having this thistle problem in it about six months ago. I guess it was from my guy that was doing my grass. And I, there were these big – thistles they grow about four or five inches tall and they had all these spines on them I mean, they were nasty you stepped on them they, they'd stick your foot and so i went out there one day a huge cup of granular salt basically bought it at, i think i don't remember where i bought it from sam's or something big bag of it and not a big fan of sam's so don't write me letters on that you guys know my stance on that i was trying to get some one day and i couldn't find what i needed anywhere it's like pool salt and so i went out there and i hand sprinkled it hand sprinkled on every single thistle took me hours hunter helped me and it was funny within probably half a day i went out there and all the thistles are just bent over I mean, they're they're already dying and by the next day they didn't have spines on them I mean, you could step on them you didn't even feel them anymore and the next round you know of seeds that were already there came up about the next week i did the same thing they're gone now. I have no thistles in my backyard. And there were tiny, tiny, tiny little dead spots, maybe the size of a marble, that were basically in the grass. And obviously my grass took over very, very quickly. And so there's a lot of different options you can use to take care of things. Don't get so one-track minded that you think this is the only option. This is the only way to do it. This is the only thing that works. Think outside the box, as the term goes. Continue to wake everybody up. Remember, what Dad's talking about now, these people are trying to promote this, this bestiality agenda. It's going to turn into, and it already has turned into pedophilia. This is where it's all going, because remember, debauchery knows no limits. I, brought, I pulled this up earlier when he said this, just for a 
understanding a little bit of what occurred. Almost more of a historical book. Enoch, chapter 7, verse 3. And they consumed all the acquisitions of men, and when men could no longer sustain them, referring to the giants, the giants turned against them and devoured mankind. And they began to sin against the birds and beasts and reptiles and fish, and then devoured one another's flesh and drank their blood. And the earth laid accusation against the lawless ones. That's Enoch. I didn't say that. That's what they said back then. So remember, when they start pushing this agenda, they start normalizing this with little children and animals and all this other sick stuff they're talking about and they're wanting to do now. Understand it knows no boundaries. Always remember that, my friends. Stay strong. I appreciate the support. Thank you again for forwarding these shows. Get them out there. Wake people up. Healthmasters.com. Check out the product of the week on the website right now at healthmasters.com. Be sure to check it out. We have lots of different specials going. As always, you guys voted and it won the potassium iodine back in stock, molecular iodine, healthmasters.com. Thank you again so much for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay prepped. As always, I'll talk to you again tomorrow.